Beethoven Orchestraville. Orchestraville? Where's that? You change, you change four score and seven to, to 87? A landing was made this morning on the coast of France by troops of the Allied Expeditionary Force. I don't blame them for dyeing your hair, I said, but they waited too long to embalm it. Time now for spinning my dad's vinyl. Here with all his skips, scratches, and pops is my dad, Frank Baccarello. Thanks, sweetie, and thank you for tuning in to episode 74 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Well, it's a 78 RPM Sunday. And so far, when we've played these extra old records, they've come in an album with several records tied around one theme. But my dad had a ton of shellac records with no covers just lying around in stacks. After sorting them by record label, I thought you might like to hear from the most popular label in this part of my dad's collection. So... Get ready for lots of high-speed hiss, but fun tunes, two at a time, with Volume 74, Eight Sides from Columbia. <laughs> oh, that's the Woody Woodpecker song. Yeah, he's a pecking it all day long. He pecks a few holes in a tree to see if a redwood's really red. And it's nothing to him on the tiniest whim to peck a few holes in your head. <laughs> oh, that's the woody woodpeckers too. <laughs> Makes the other woodpeckers swoon. Though it doesn't make sense to the doll and the dance and the lady woodpeckers long for. <laughs> That's the Woody Woodpecker song. Down someday. 
preacher say For the rest of your life You'll be woofy and white And the choir will sing along with <laughs> The Woody Woodpecker song Spinning my dad's vinyl when Veronica plays the harmonica Down on the pier of Santa Monica When she gives out with Gershwin or Bach The perch and barracuda come wiggling up to the dock The seals and haddock get acrobatic when she plays on her chromatic When she plays boogie-woogie Lobster slippity-flop She even made a submarine Blow its top When Veronica Plays her harmonica Down on the pier of Santa Monica Down on the pier of Santa Monica She plays mad jive for the head catfish She even plays a tune for a tuna that swims with a swish A big fat turtle whose name was Myrtle Sure can shiver till she broke her girdle The whale has swallowed Jonah yelled across the bay I'll open up my mouth and let you out today To hear Veronica Played her harmonica down on the pier of Santa Monica. Two happy surgeons whose hats were merging were married when her wedding march was surgeon. The surgeon had some little ones with eyes of blue who taught a school of fields and kids at Herring too to play harmonica with our Veronica down on the pier at Santa Monica. Veronica, Harmonica, Santa Monica. That was Kay Kaiser's Campus Cowboys with When Veronica Plays the Harmonica. Written by Tommy Mack, Jim Mulcahy, and Mildred Mulcahy. With vocals by Gloria Wood. And it was recorded in December of 1947. We started things off with Kay Kaiser and his orchestra with... Woody Woodpecker, a Walter Lance cartoon. Yes, there was a more full version than what you heard every Saturday morning. It was written by Ramey Idris and George Tibbles, with vocal chorus once again from Gloria Wood. It was recorded December 31st, 1947. And that was both sides of Columbia Record number 38197, released on May 10th, 1948. 
Uh, by the way, Woody Woodpecker appeared on the May 29th, 1948 Billboard charts. It was listed first under record reviews. And on June 5th, 1948, Billboard best-selling popular retail record and Columbia ads, it was also listed as first. Okay, why did I choose these sides for this episode? While I was finally getting around to sorting the new 78 RPM shellac additions to my dad's overall collection, I noticed that just a small handful of record labels were represented with more than a handful of records. So I thought grouping the records that are not connected to any album set would work for some of these shows. Now, these four records were uh, are completely assorted and really don't have any connection other than the Columbia label, and I thought they were among the most entertaining songs in the stack. Now, my dad's, all four of them, all the, the 78 RPM records are in poor shape. I found a slightly thicker needle to play them on so they don't sound as bad as a couple earlier recordings. As I looked at the prices for some of these records online, I found them mostly in the $10 to $15 range. Some of them looked in worse condition than my dad's, so I'll value each of the records I'm playing on this episode at $5. And if you're a regular listener to this show, you'll notice that I just combined the first two breaks since we have such limited information about each of these records, and I'm only breaking four times instead of the six uh, this episode. So now, another popular recording group from the 1940s. Listen here to me, 
honey child if I didn't know all of them little things I'm supposed to know then I sure would be a sad man if I didn't know Modern Airs with Paula Kelly, 
and the orchestra under the direction of Mitchell Ayers. That was A Salute to Glenn Miller. The medley consisted of Moonlight Serenade, Elmer's Tune, Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree with Anyone Else But Me, and Chattanooga Choo Choo. Those songs were written by Parrish, Miller, Albrecht, Gallup, Jurgens, Browns, Tobias, Stepp, Gordon, and Warren. It was recorded on February 11th, 1946. Before that, it was Jukebox Saturday Night. With the uh, that was written by Stillman and McCrane. It was recorded on February eighth, nineteen forty-six, and that was from Columbia Record number three six nine nine two, released on May twentieth, nineteen forty-six. Well, let's learn a little about the featured record label on this stack of wax. The Columbia Phonograph Company was founded on January 15, 1889 by stenographer, lawyer, and New Jersey native Edward D. Easton, who lived from 1856 to 1915, and a group of investors. It derived its name from the District of Columbia, where it was headquartered. At first, it had a local monopoly on sales and service of Edison phonographs and phonograph cylinders in Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Delaware. As was the custom of some of the regional phonograph companies, Columbia produced many commercial cylinder recordings of its own, and its catalog of musical records in 1891 was 10 pages. Columbia's ties to Edison and the North American Phonograph Company were severed in 1894 with the North American Phonograph Company's breakup. Thereafter, it sold only records and phonographs of its own manufacture. In 1902, Columbia introduced the XP record, a molded brown wax record to use up old stock. Columbia began selling disc records invented and patented by Victor Talking Machine Company's Emil Berliner and phonographs in addition to the cylinder system in 1901. For a decade, Columbia competed with both the Edison Company, Phonograph Company Cylinders, and the Victor Talking Machine Company Disc Records as one of the top three names in American recorded sound. After an abortive attempt in 1904 to manufacture discs with the recording groove stamped into both sides of each disc, not just one, in 1908, Columbia commenced successful mass production of what they called their double-faced discs, the 10-inch variety initially selling for $0.65 cents a piece, now $11.42. In July 1912, Columbia decided to concentrate exclusively on disc records and stopped manufacturing cylinder phonographs. On February 25, 1925, Columbia began recording with the electric recording process licensed from Western Electric. Viva Tonal Records set a benchmark in tone and clarity unequaled on commercial discs during the 78 RPM era. In 1926, Columbia acquired OK Records and its growing stable of jazz and blues artists, including Louis Armstrong. The company was sold, resold, went into bankruptcy, got broken up into antitrust laws when it got too big, even at one point went on to purchase its former parent, American Columbia, in late 1929. Columbia is the oldest surviving brand name in the recorded sound business and the second major company to produce records. It is currently owned by Sony Music Entertainment, a subsidiary of Sony Corporation of America, the North American division of Japanese conglomerate Sony. I have no idea how to get through that tangled web. But next up, it's Rosemary and Jose. 
<laughs> My luck, she is running very good. I got a bunch of bananas and a bottle of gin. They keep the hunger out and the happiness in. I got a bunch of bananas and a bottle of gin. My luck, she is running very good. I fly over jungle and my aeroplane boil Got no gasoline and I run out of oil I fill the tank with the gin and the banana oil My luck, she is running very good Ole, ole That zebra is red hot, mama Ole, ole She is horse in lounging pyjama we land in the jungle by the teeth of my skin All the animals crowd around the flying machine Big gorilla walk up to me and talk very mean He pulled up his mitts, I suck him on the chin Then gorilla and me, we begin the begin With a bunch of bananas and a bottle of gin Bunch of bananas and a bottle of gin Make the crazy sandwich full of vitamin Outside you put the bananas and the gin in between My luck, she is running very good Today I meet Tiger, he is hungry for meals So I feed him gin to obtain his goodwill Then when he chased me, he slipped on the banana peel My luck, she is running very good Girls like Indian Rajah Ole, ole I don't need no Rita or Jaja On Congo we meet the pretty cannibal queen We are posing for pictures in the Life magazine She proposed poker game to buzz the time in between She promised she make me her king If I win but if I lose I wind up in her big soup tureen With a bunch of bananas and a bottle of gin. Spinning my dad's vinyl. When Jose he pay a visit, they no have to ask who is it. He'll announce himself in his own adorable way In the good old Yankee fashion With a bit of Latin passion He goes Ole Have you done here of Rosita? Such a lovely senorita She was fool enough to go fall in love with Jose When she tell him that she love him Then she never see more of him with his Ole Oh! 
And sure pick a winner He arrives in time for dinner That's the time of night when his appetite is okay He will take the last banana But he won't come back manana with his All the senoritas love it And they want to hear more of it They miss his kisses whenever he goes away They would even cross the agua To Managua, Nicaragua for that Olé! Guy, sung by Rosemary Clooney and Jose Ferrar, written by Games, Prozer, and Smith. Before that, we heard A Bunch of Bananas from Clooney and Ferrar, written by Ogden Nash and Dick Manning. It was performed by Paul Weston's Orchestra and the Norman Luboff Choir, recorded in 1954. It was released on Columbia Record, number 40233, on May 17, 1954. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with that last tune. A Bunch of Bananas was a novelty song based on Ernest Hemingway's 1953 jungle plane crash while on safari in Africa. You may have noticed the plane crash at the beginning of the song. For nearly a day, he was believed dead, but then he emerged from the jungle carrying a bunch of bananas and a bottle of gin and was quoted as saying, My luck, she is running very good. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. There was some fun music in this episode, and I'm about to turn that level up for these last two tunes. While I knew some about my dad's 78 RPM records, I didn't know his collection of these was so vast, and it's been a treat getting to hear some of them as I start digitizing them. We will continue to dig into this part of his collection deeper each month, on that final Sunday. So, let's wrap it up, of course, with a trumpet player you've heard before on this show, and we'll finish with one of my all-time favorite made-for-trumpet songs.
spinning my dad's vinyl. James and his orchestra first performing the Carnival of Venice, composed by Niccolo Paganini with the Jean-Baptiste Arbonne variation, and it was arranged by Harry James. And we finished with one of my favorites, Flight of the Bumblebee, composed by Nikolai Rimsky-Korsakov and arranged by James. Yes, each one of those tunes were adapted from 19th century opera. And both sides were recorded February 13, 1941, and released on Columbia Record number 36004 later that year. And there you have selections from one of the most popular record labels in my dad's 78 RPM section. So thanks for tuning into the 78 RPM Sunday, Volume 74, Eight Sides from Columbia, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to SpinningMyDad'sVinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 75, Everybody Loves Dean. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. (laughs) 